The following podcast is a Dear Media production. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! I had the, I guess, my ear to the street. Like, I could feel, like, you guys are all out. Like, we're done. Like, this is a wrap. Like, Jersey Shore is wiping us out. Like, I felt that because I didn't have the, like, ego in, like, in the sense of I had been, like, super loved. Like, ooh. Like, I had the ego, like, for what I earned and created, but I didn't have, like, a false sense of reality. Like, I, because I was hated. I was the bad guy. You know, a lot of things were happening, but that was another of kids were like, were you really going crazy? And then it's like, yeah, I was about to lose millions. Like the next deal was so many more millions. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> like this was my life. And I was spending it all because it pre-Jersey Shore, it was not going anywhere. It was going to be season 12, not season six. So Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. This is a long-awaited and very anticipated episode. I'm surprised it took us this long to do it. I'm surprised it took us this long to sit down with our guest today. He is Spencer Pratt. He is no holds barred. He is outspoken. He is honest. He is raw. We had a lot of fun with this one, and I'm surprised that it took us, again, this long to do this. And in this episode, the rest is not unwritten. Okay, we got we got the rest of the story. We got the whole story. We're looking at the whole pie here, not just a slice. What I personally like about Spencer is that he is unapologetically himself and he tells it how it is. And sometimes I think people take it abrasive, but he's not it's not abrasive. He's just being honest. It's it's rare and listen, we do this a lot now, almost 400 of these episodes talking to all sorts of different people, all sorts of different walks of life. It's rare to get somebody that comes in, bears it all, is not afraid to be himself, speaks his truth, is not afraid to speak his truth. They make honestly, they make the best guests. They make the best people. Yeah, I think that a lot of the people that come on podcasts are usually guarded or they have PR people. And so to have someone come in and just lay it all on the line is super refreshing. I actually met Spencer when I was in, I think I was in 12th grade in high school. We went to Cabo and we partied with him there. I think he was just launching the show, Princes of Malibu. And he kicked, my, he kicked my friend um, down the stairs at Squid Row. <laughs> True story. That's another podcast. And I wish, and, and I remember vividly because I was laughing so goddamn hard. Um, we told him that. I don't know. Was that in the episode? I don't know. But we told him that when he came in the studio. All right. Let's introduce Spencer. Spencer Pratt is an American reality television personality. You may know him from the hills. I know I watched. He was dating Heidi Montag, who was one of the main stars of the show. He ended up getting married to her on television. I know you guys have watched The Hills. I feel like everyone has. He was also on the American version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I loved, loved, loved him on that show. I feel like they had to eat all different kinds of bugs. Now he has a very popular podcast. He's also one of the stars of The Hills, New Beginnings. He's a father. He's a husband. Let's welcome Spencer Pratt to The Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is The Skinny Confidential, him and her. We have someone in studio that I have harassed for probably a year to come on the podcast because he is so candid. You guys are freaking out in my DMs. Spencer Pratt. Wow. 
What a thank you for that intro. Yeah, shout out Anya at Bel Campo, my new manager who was recently on your podcast and was like, Spencer, you need to go on this podcast. And I was like showing her my text messages with you. Like, no, I know. I'm like, we're going to, she's like, now you need to do it. Like, this is so big. This is like perfect alignment. I was like, and she never told me to do anything before. I was like, besides like how to cook the steak good. And so it was Okay, we clear my switch. I'm not at the zoo or not the zoo. I'm not at the museum with Gunner and Heidi and Gunner's obsessed with dinosaurs. That's how big today is. So oh, that's all nice. good. We're no, probably gonna go, no, we're going to go a lot. Kid, you know, you know? we're going to go a lot. He loves dinosaurs. Uh, before and, we get into the episode, what's your Belcampo order? Oh, well, I eat in at the Santa Monica one always. So my order is the bone and tomahawk, the cauliflower rice, the broccolini, animal fat fries. And I start with the bone broth with half beef, half poultry. Oh Dude, my God. No, he's very out. specific with his orders. If you watch the show too, with your burritos, like you tell Oh no, that's why. Yeah, but I am sick of being the food person. I want to get back to like being like, oh, he's a healthy person. Look <laughs> at That's a, a healthy guy. I'm on a journey. Today was one of my first days. I didn't have a breakfast burrito, the Proud Daddy burrito at Air One, only because I got there too late. But What is still, in the Proud Daddy burrito at Air One? So it's the bacon breakfast burrito, but the hack really is how this happened is if you're in a hurry, the Erewhon burritos are incredible to just grab and go. But like, if you're a real breakfast burrito person, it's like to go food, you know, it's not. So I was always like, yeah, may I get the bacon breakfast burrito? And they're like, oh, here it is. I'm like, no, I want a fresh one. They're like, oh no, but we have these. I'm like, so my hack was, oh, well, I want a biodynamic avocado in there. So now they're making it fresh for me and it's hot. And so, and then I started using the Erewhon habanero hot sauce. I would buy a bottle of it. Oh, that and sounds great. right now it's currently out of stock. And it's the first time I was upset. I became a micro influencer, but somebody DM me and said, I'm actually an influencer according to my numbers, but I was calling myself a micro influencer, but I promoted this hot sauce and it's now sold out everywhere. So this is my doing, cause it was never, you know, sold out. And it has nothing to do with probably being hard to get organic habaneros, but long story short, I, that's how it was created. So it is the bacon Erwan breakfast burrito with avocado and it comes with the habanero hot sauce on the side, which usually you have to buy a $20 bottle to even get that. So, it, I mean, it's incredible. I bought it and I'm taking it to Texas. So yeah, like oh, I totally agree with you. And I've tried all the hot sauces. It's not like I don't know hot sauce. And the fact that it's, you know, organic and biodynamic all wins. I know Erwan's the best, but it's so expensive. What's the best burrito I mean, that's not people expensive? S- people say that it's like, I used to shop at Gelson's. Gelson's is expensive. Like, you're right, you know, you're like, right, if you're you right. want organic, grass-fed, if you want to eat clean and healthy, you're spending money. Maybe it's a couple dollars more, but I also, the, the energy of like-minded vibe people and the auras I interact with, it's worth it. So that's where I'm at with that. One thing that I have always wanted to talk with you about, and I've seen it after watching The Hills. I thought you were going to say Cabo. <laughs> no, not Cabo. Cabo we talked about off air. Spencer and I met when we were 17 years old in Cabo, but that's a different story. Story uh, for a different day. Story for a different That's day. for the Patreon that's yeah. coming That's soon, for the right? Patreon it that Michael has watched down yet. the stairs. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I sat off to the allegedly, corner and Allegedly. Allegedly. Enough time's passed. That's where the limitations passed. Okay, he tripped. Michael kicked him down the stairs. Yeah, I would have kicked him if you didn't. So It was self-defense. So you're a really good dad and no one I feel like ever asks you about this. You're probably one of the best dads I've ever seen. Did that come natural to you? My dad is like 
the greatest dad. And that's why I was always so worried about being a parent. I felt like I couldn't be, um, like my dad is like the nicest. He's like out of a black and white TV show, like leave it to the beaver level of good dad. So I grew up with such high expectations of like, oh my God, I can't be that selfless. And I'm still not even at my dad's level, you know, I'm still a pretty selfish person, but so that was always challenging, but I had that to grow up with and be like, oh my God, like I know what a good dad is like. So that is where I feel like I, I give credit to Skipper on that one. And then also just once you're, for some people, I don't know, maybe other people, but for me, once you're a parent, like, like, oh my God, like it just changed my life so much that it actually came natural because it's like, this is all I care about now. And I've done so many things wrong in my life selfishly that I'm like so excited to have an opportunity to like do a redo and like not have my son do things that I want to do, but like what don't do. Like, I wish I, you know, my dad was great, but he definitely let me, he was busy. He's like works from 6am to 7pm and I, I got to go through, do a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have done that I'm going to be able to, um, you know, advise my son not to do just from just life. So that I'm more excited about. Do you guys have like a morning or nighttime routine? I feel like you seem like you're always with him. Like you're always hanging out. Uh, yeah. Every night, you know, so he has to eat by like six is late. So we try to have him in he has a bath or a shower. He's more in the bath. Uh, yeah, he's in the bath every night by six goals to have him in bed by seven, minimum three books. I go hide in his room under like a blanket. And even though he knows I'm there, he like, where's dad? And comes in <laughs> and, uh, and he finds me. And then like Heidi reads one or I'll read one or she'll read two. We like argue because these books are getting longer. And it's like, I feel like I'm now at school. I'm like... <laughs> not this book again. This <laughs> is the longest book ever. So, and then he's usually, you know, hopefully out by eight. And then we ask like, who do you want to stay for extra minute? And it's like, and then he'll say like, mom, you're daddy. And then we stay there like as he falls asleep and then we go upstairs and drink lots of wine. We're in the one and a half year old stage, which is a lot. Uh, I would say it's, I, when people told me this, it's like, oh, it's so easy when they're baby. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, no, it's not like, from like birth to uh, three is the easiest thing ever. When they're three, like the terrible twos didn't exist. I was like, oh, two terrible twos. This is easy. Three is like, this kid thinks they are 25 years old and should get their own condo. And it's mind boggling. And they're like, if you have a strong boy, like I'm scared of counter. Like he will like, he's scary. Like, don't hit me, please. Like, <laughs> like So I would just say, appreciate how easy it is right now. That's what I keep telling everybody. I'm like, oh my God, look at that cute, easy baby. Cause you can also still be like, we're going to blah, blah, blah. And that's it. Like I'm obsessed with Mexican food. Don Antonio's is like my, I don't get to eat Don Antonio's anymore. Cause Gunner, it's like, we're not going. Like, <laughs> it's he, because you want it that he's not saying he doesn't, he doesn't want No, it. he doesn't eat Mexican food. I've never been there and neither has Michael. And oh. I always see it on the show and I'm like, I need to try oh, this place. Well, you won't be taking Gunner. And so that's a great example. <laughs> like as a baby and like, a, you know, one and a half, two, like we're going to die. You're going to sit there and you know, it is what it is. But once it's like, 
And then it becomes like, it's not worth the fight. Like, I don't want to die in Antonio's anymore. You know, Poor obviously we could be like, we're in charge, but it's like, you know, we've tried that a couple of times. It's like, was that a fun meal? No. Yeah, so. that's always, it's always hard when it's not a fun so. meal. I was, yeah. I was thinking about you and all in, in this context, like even like going back to the, like the first time we ever saw you met briefly, on a, like this was before everything. It was before the hills, before you were on Princess television. Princess of Malibu. It was, it was before everything. And I was, I was thinking about like how much has happened for you and to you and with you since then. Like when you look back on, on your life and your career, you're like, does it kind of like boggle your mind sometimes? Like it's all the things that you guys have been through. Summer is here. The drinks are flowing. And we have you covered with no days wasted. You know what no days wasted has in it, Michael Bostic? I know it has a lot of good stuff that keeps me feeling good. DHM Detox. It's a vitamin for when you drink. Here's the deal. It's an herbal supplement, okay? So it has antioxidants, anti-inflammatory ingredients, which I fucking love, and it's plant-based. So if you need a little bit of support when you have a couple of drinks, then you want to try No Days Wasted. Here's the deal. I was in Nantucket with my friends. Picture me, Alex, Jen, Weston. We're all having some drinks. We don't know where Michael is. Six people know who those people are, but okay, keep going. Okay, okay. But anyway, we're drinking a bottle of rosé. It was on Instagram story, actually. And I gave them two capsules of this herbal supplement, no days wasted. They drank it with their rosé after one glass and they all woke up the next morning and were like, holy shit, I cannot believe I feel fine. So I went and did more research on DHM Detox and they used researched science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and it helps break down those toxins. So that's why they didn't have brain fog. That's why I don't have brain fog whenever I drink and I don't get that gross feeling the next day. Like I said, two capsules after your first couple of drinks, it goes to work. You are missing out if you don't carry these around in your clutch. It's a tiny little packet. It's cute. It's pink. It's lilac. It can go in your travel bag, your suitcase, your clutch, whatever. And of course, we have a code for you. So 20% off your order and free shipping in the United States. You're going to head over to nodayswasted.co slash skinny and use promo code skinny at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash skinny for 20% off your order. You are going to be obsessed with No Days Wasted DHM Detox. The most frustrating thing is I didn't have an iPhone because like, I truly know like, if, was I, early. Yeah, if I could have documented from even high school, like my high school life was so out of a movie, unbelievable. Like, like how I grew up in LA with some of the wealthiest freaking friends with jets and all the beach houses and the like the houses I used to party in. I still don't even get to go in now as an adult, like, cause these, you're like, is way past my, you know, demo, <laughs> say, you know, so I grew up in like a, like I used to watch Cruel Intentions all these time. I'm like, we're, I'm, I'm always killing these movies because like they don't have the budget to really like experience what I did. So if I had had like an iPhone, it could have just flexed off of like my social circles world. I would have been one of these famous kids already at pre television. So that's always frustrating knowing like how much clout I could have had, like based off of what's famous now, like, like outfit wise and every just so much budget. 
in the, my brand, because I'm now just a brand, I'm famous for like, so all the lost years of trips and lifestyle and private jets. And even then when Heidi and I were living, like, yeah, we spent millions of dollars, but we didn't get to show it. So it would have been worth it if all that was Instagram posts, YouTube channel. Like you, because I know you're savvy, you would have figured out, like if you could have shared all that, there, you would have found a creative way to like really share oh, that, monetize oh, that. Oh my up, God, Brody and I would have been like, I hate to say this out loud and be like, ew, you run and be that but good for those millionaires like Jake Paul and Logan Paul. If we'd had a YouTube, like we would have murdered their level. Like if these guys make 15 million for a fight, like there's, there would have been definitely 15 million worth of people wanting to fight me like money-wise well, alone. In a weird way, when I think of you, like you've played that part of, and I don't think you're like this in real life, but you've played that part of the villain. You know, you're a polarizing character that draws attention. Like, and you know how to do it in a way, or you've done it in a way that keeps people's attention and like, not in a harmful way. If that makes, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's, I give David Foster, shout out David Foster, Prince Mala. He would always tell me, be Simon Cowell. And I always, and I was like, okay, Dave, like at this time, this guy's got 15 Grammys, the biggest house I've ever seen in my life and a smart guy. And he's telling me, be Simon Cowell. But if I ever see David Foster again, I'd be like, one thing he... I keep telling people is he never realized, no, but people hated Simon Cowell for speaking the truth. Like you can't just be like a reckless villain. So that's the hard balance of like be playing the villain without like context. Like, yeah. you know, like I was just like, oh, and then the, like you're saying, like I was supposedly this hated guy because all this drama on the hills, whatever. It wouldn't even hit the radar in 2021. Like that, there was just nothing on TV then. There was no drama. There was no Instagram. There was no social media. People didn't get to post their own drama. There wasn't tick. So I wouldn't even hit the radar nowadays. So it is a blessing that I did even get to hit the radar. Yeah, that's, I look back in my life and that's the one thing that frustrates me is that I didn't get to film it all. Like these kids get to make like David Dobrik. Like I all due respect to him. I just watched his new vlog last night. I'm like, this is great. But it's like, if I could film the people in my life that like, and that I know that like, it's my, like back then, you know, like when we saw in Cabo, if that Cabo trip was a vlog. So I just look at now what is monetized and what I missed out on, you know, it is what it is. And I think I'd rather have been a famous television star than a famous YouTuber because I got to feel real fame, which when it existed, I don't even think it's. I don't think it's ever coming back. Right? What yeah, was real fame? Because you guys were on the cover of every magazine, yeah, like, you were everywhere. We could you couldn't look away. Real fame was like like what I wanted, which didn't exist when I came into reality TV, was only for A-list movie stars, and we hacked into that game with the prolification of tabloids getting so crazy. And right when TMZ was hitting and Perez and Pink is the new blog, all these digital things. So real fame was literally, you know, yeah, I used to call the paparazzi on myself, but also if we went where we know there'd be paparazzi, even if it wasn't just for us, but there would be 50 paparazzi. There was times when we drive and there'd be eight cars full of paparazzi. Like real fame was that level of just crazy. And yeah, this is when Us Weekly magazines were selling, like Heidi has the record most sales of an Us Weekly cover. And it was like, why Spencer betray me or why I changed my mind? Like the silliest title ever, but did like 1.8 million sales in a week, like actual physical sales in market. Like that's a platinum plus album. If you look at like pop music. So that was so much fun. And like, I don't, 
So I don't think I would trade. If you no, like, I, don't, I don't think people can contextualize it nowadays, especially if you're younger and didn't oh, see that in those days, because you're right. You guys were the first kind of people to break through to that, like traditional a-list talent and break in and like get the same type of attention actually if not more right and now if you think about people on reality television like they're not getting near that it's type of because attention because they're too it's too saturated like they're posting their outfits that we then see in the show and they're too accessible i just had that conversation saying that that's what also ruined a-listers like a-listers are too accessible they wouldn't back when i used to study and be obsessed with fame like that wouldn't even be a possible, like just the commercials they take, the advertisements they do, just the checks that are like a real famous person now takes would never existed in the nineties, early two thousands. And then with reality, like when the Hills is popping, there literally was only like survivor, the bachelorette pre- or bachelor pre it being like a cultural phenomenon. It was just like, like it was on back then, I think, but I never even heard of it. Like it was but it was there like uh real world. So there was 10 shows, you know, so that was also the difference on, you know, and there was nothing shot like a, like a movie, the way they did shoot the Hills with the hit music. I mean, I think the licensing music on an episode a week was like a hundred grand they were spending in the hits. So yeah, that was, you know, again, it was real fame in the sense that it was negative. I'm not saying I would be like, but now like, uh, this smart guy, this marketing podcast I just went on, this guy I was like, man, should I be blocking all these? Like, cause now I get tagged in things and I just want to block people. Cause you know, Cameron was rapper on world star was like, I blocked 200,000 people. Like, and I it got me all pumped up. Like I'm blocking everyone also. And then he was like, don't, he's like, attention is currency. So I realized that I got to block less people, but yeah, we didn't get monetized even that level of hate. Cause there weren't so many now with the influencer world and how many brands want to tap into that. We didn't even make the money that we should have for that level of attention we were getting, you know, like our income was the show selling paparazzi photos, appearances in Vegas brand wise, like the amount of products I should have been every day, like hustling that, you and know, that, your own product. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. We just had yeah. Nick Ritchie on yesterday. I don't know if you've ever yeah, heard that. He, yeah, I remember and like, Kind him. of like same like time, like it was kind yeah, of the yeah, same yeah, time yeah, span yeah. where he said the, the dirty, same thing. right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I couldn't monetize because it was just in that period of time. I mean, was, like, he people... should have been barstool. 100%. That's what he was saying yesterday. Oh, oh my God. It's, it's, he was having it's the same just... frustration. People 100%. don't realize about you though. To me, you seem like a producer first. Well, with the Princess of Malibu, I was a producer and I got played so hard. It's my fault. So I was the youngest executive producer on a network television. I was 20 years old, day one of filming for Fox. I had my walkie talkie that said Spencer with my earpiece and they were filming Brody and his brother. And I was like, this is the coolest day ever. And then the new producer, executive producer that just joined after like Brody and I actually filmed it all summer, like the, that sold, he comes in, he's like, no, you get on camera you know, and stir it up. And I'm like, nah, I got my walkie talkie. He's like, no, you still get your walkie talkie. And it's like, I got play, you know, like I didn't get jumping in front of that camera was it for my life. You know, it was, it was literally like in the matrix. I took the pill without realizing I was taking the pill. Like I was just like, oh, this will help make the show better. But there was no, nobody had ever done reality TV. So you didn't know you were like polarizing yourself and putting yourself in a box, which you know, it is what it is. And it helped, you know, I found Heidi through reality TV, da, 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 da. And it, 
my life, if you'd asked me in high school, like what I was going to do, I would have been like a director, a producer, a studio executive, an agent, a man, like those were all the jobs that I was planning on being. So, but you kind of like, when I look at it, you did do a lot of producing in a weird way on the first time of the Hills. And I feel like you got the cast back together on the second time. So the, when I came into the Hills, the reason, the only reason I came on the Hills is because Prince of Malibu got canceled because Brody's mom filed for a divorce the night after our premiere episode, after 20 years of marriage, perfect timing. <laughs> she told Brody and I, don't worry, you'll get another network television show. You're smart boys. Like, Well, you did. No, not network, not network. I knew we were never going back on Fox after the Simpsons with the relaunch of Family Guy <laughs> with our sponsor, McDonald's and Coca-Cola. No, I knew that was a moment in time, Linda, but I, I've forgiven you and I unblocked you. Um, so, so then my mom, so I go back to USC cause I left school to do the princes and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I go back to SC and I come home from college for a day. My mom's best friend and her are watching this show and they're like, Spencer, have you seen this show? And Lucy, my mom's best friend was like, you should date this girl and points at Heidi. I'm like, what show is this? And they're like, oh, it's from Laguna Beach. And I was like, oh, I know Laguna Beach. Okay, it's the spinoff. And I'm looking at the credits coming in. I see executive producer Sean Travis. I'm like, what? That fool just worked for me. Like, I literally was there for the day. We like hired Sean Travis. I had his cell phone number. I call him. I'm like, you have a new show on MTV and you didn't put Brody and I on? And he's like, oh, Spencer, Spencer, no, no. This is a set cast, like from this spinoff. Like, you, I can't like put you on. I'm like, yeah, you can. And he's like, no, it's not like that. I was like, where are you filming? He's like, well, we're filming on. He's like, well, I will see you in the club, fool. <laughs> and so I call Brody. I'm like, we need to get on this show. And he's like, what show? I'm like, it's it, it's in Hollywood. It's called like The Hills. Because the first season was didn't even hit like a Richter of like, rel like Tony Santo, anyone that's like, well, you should thank Lauren Spencer. Blah, blah. I do thank Lauren. Great. But that's LC, right? Not you. And, but you DM Tony DeSanto, the president of MTV, and he will tell you the Hills was getting canceled until Brody and I came in. That's a fact. So it's like, no, she should thank me. So eat mutual. I thank you and you can thank me. So I uh, call Brody and I'm like, we need to pull up on this show. And he's like, how are we going to do it? I'm like, call Jared Najar. Small world. Jared's dad was Big Papa from Kim Zosiak, like which I connected later. And I'm like, she really did have a Big Papa because Jared is the guy <laughs> we called because Jared could drop 50 grand cash, buy up all the tables. So we bought up all the tables at area to went on a filming night. And like we rolled up like. I forgot about that place. And I'm like, what's up now, Sean? Like we got all the tables, like we're on camera now. And he's like, Spencer, you can't be doing this. And so then that gets kind of like put on, like that's our in. And then Kristen is dating Brody at the time. Like this is the summer right before season two. So we put Sean on blast. Like we could pull up whenever we want and get on your show, but that didn't really like get us in the way that we were planning. So then Kristen introduces me to Heidi and then Heidi and I were like, a thing for a minute, but Heidi was like a player. Like people are always like the way the show, if it was nowadays, they would show Heidi as the player that she was versus then it was like, let's make Spencer. But that wasn't the actual case. Like, yeah, she says, Oh, you had all these girls. Like you had just as many guys you were dating. So she was the player changed her phone number on me back when you had to like go to a store and do it, which I took very personal. I was like, she like literally went to like Verizon or AT&T and like physically changed the phone number. So I couldn't text her or whatever, because 
I forget why I something on a dance floor. She said, oh, I was, I had a move called the Cabo and she said, she saw me do the Cabo. Um, I might've seen you do it. Yeah, like, it was, no, I mean, it was a famous <laughs> dance. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it now was, it, would it, a, it would be a TikTok dance nowadays. I can't do it. My back would go out now. <laughs> uh, sometimes she's like, do the Cabo. I'm like, I'll have a heart attack. Um, so that didn't happen. And then, so I started plotting with like, Audrina was like not down with Heidi. Like they weren't, friend like she's always been a snake like she is now and so she was down to like make it look i don't know if she thought i was for real but like my agenda was like just make drama for the show like oh i'll show up with you but i don't even think maybe she knew or not i don't know if she was in on that level but that was my plan so that worked tidy got all fired up and then boom i'm in the game and then so MTV West Coast office, shout out Rada Asa. He reaches out to me and he's like, Hey Spencer, we want to give you your own show. This is season two of the Hills. I'm like, let's do it. So he's like, do you have an idea? I'm like, yeah, I'm Brody's manager, publicist, agent. Let's do the show idea. And it's called, ended up being called banking on Brody. And it's about like me, like the idea was like breaking him into Hollywood where like Cameron Diaz, like it was kind of like punked and like Cameron Diaz would be somewhere. And like Brody would show up like, and I would have a paparazzi and I would make it look like Brody was on a date with Cameron Diaz, hijack him into fame. So the, the pilot was insane, would have been a hit. They ended up East Coast makes all the calls of MTV back then. Now there is no West Coast. Or, yeah, there is Viacom. But so they call and they're like, you're not taking Brody and, and Spencer from our hills. And we're like, yeah, we're doing this. And they're like, well, we'll pay double with that. I was like, oh, bye, spinoff, which was the <laughs> dumbest thing. We probably should have just got our own show. It's hard to, it's a lot of things I go back, like, was that that moment where you just go, no, we like, we don't want to do that. I think it would have been too hard to kind of decipher this at this point. Cause this is at this time, it's like the wild west of all this. Yeah. Stuff. Like it was just like, great. We're going to be on this show and back to filming. And I didn't understand what There's blueprints now. Like yeah. now you could, you could I actually could like, probably coach a young talent that's going into the world and be like, this is what you do. There are literally zero excuses left when it comes to learning a new skill. There are so many online resources, so many ways to get information. It's so easy. You no longer have to rely on some fancy, expensive school. You can get it all right at your fingertips on your screen. And our favorite service that we use and we've been talking about for years now is called Skillshare. I literally send this to my whole team. I think every person was born to create and be creative. And I think a way that you can really tap into this is through Skillshare. They have photography, how to do Instagram stories, video, editing, graphic design, productivity, accounting, finance. They have basically everything online taught by people like you and me that have an expertise in a specific skill. So what exactly is Skillshare? Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning. So you get to go explore and create real projects and actually interact on the platform. I had my whole entire team take this class on how to do Instagram stories. So now what they'll do is they'll send me assets for a podcast that are video so I can just implement them on my Instagram stories. So many people don't understand how important it is to distribute your content and how you can learn to do that is through Skillshare. So that's just one small example of a way that you can use this platform to learn a skill. I highly recommend jumping in if you're getting started into Greg McEwen's class. He has been on this show twice. He wrote the book Essentialism. He's got a great course 
on Skillshare all about productivity that you can just jump right into to get started. Everyone wants to be more productive. Another one, if you're going to check out that I love that I sent to my team is called Start Your Creative Career. Build a sharp, smart online presence. I think this one is amazing. It's an original one. It's taught by Sonia. I think this is so valuable for the world we're living in. So of course, we got you a code. All you have to do is go to Skillshare.com slash TSC. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash TSC. And you get a one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash TSC. So go on there and get very, very creative. You're going to love it. It's hard because the world changes so much that like linear television, like is so different. And now what's a hit and what you're supposed to do. What, like I'm even confused sometimes. I'm like, dang, like a hit show right now on MTV is half a million viewers. When we got canceled, it was 3.2 million. Like, so it's just such a crazy world we live in. And because they can't figure out where the ratings are, because they're they, like, how do you track? And then what's like brand like, is this, this brand's worth this much, but they can't. So it's just such a uh, weird world. So that's how we got into the Hills. Yeah. Producing. So I came in with the actual executive producer as my like boy. And we had, it was called operation upstage. And that was to have Heidi and I upstage LC in every episode. So we went episode by episode. So like our storylines and our drama fic were so made up just to get more because it was her show. She was the narrator. She didn't want us on the show. So we had to create such like this, that it was like, they couldn't get rid of you. The, exactly. The executors, like it, they bring in the ratings. Like they, she tried walking away from the show multiple times. She finally ended up doing it. And they were like, walk, like walk. And so then when she did walk, they're like, walk. And they brought Kristen Cavallari on. So shout out Kristen Cavallari, genius. Um, we love Kristen Cavallari. She's like, she she knows killer. she knows how to read the room and she knows what she's doing. Ben, she finesse Ben knowing it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I Brody and Kristen lived together for a year at that mansion, that Casablanca, and I lived there too. So I watched the like true like her go into the game. Like you know, not to hate on her, but she should be a movie star. Like if she'd want, like she was right there, like. You know, she almost was like about to be a movie star. So I don't think she were, ended up working out better, but like she, she could have like made that choice. Yeah, I think it was yeah. if she, she just had like, it was almost there where she was, they were going to let her, I forget the movie that she had some big scripts in play. And like, I watched when she was, and she was young, so it could have happened, but she's only 20, probably 19. You also have said that in, and I totally see where you're coming from. You've said LC should have been what Kylie Jenner is. So this is crazy that like, this is the most hate I've had in years. So Heidi just went on call her daddy. Shout out that freaking legend, freaking that Alexandra Cooper, my new inspiration. Uh, yeah. $60 million lady. So Heidi just went on call her daddy. They talked for three hours straight. They cut it down an hour. Heidi doesn't edit it. So one little part of this, and I read the transcript just because I really want to see why things, this is how the media works and how the internet works. E! News takes a three-hour podcast that's then an hour and they take one quote and they put Heidi's and the quote the E! News posted says something like, LC is not where she should be in life or whatever. It's like, 
boom, creates the craziest, like Heidi, some hater dragging her when all. So what Alexandra Cooper brought up is she says like good for LC for not like chasing after like reality TV, which isn't factual. Hit Google, go to deadline Hollywood, check out when LC shopped her own show, shot it, MTV passed on it. So it's not like she didn't want to do reality TV. She couldn't without people that want to make hit TV. Like, you know, maybe if she wanted to do hit TV and you showed her real killer personality, she could be a hit. But if you want to curate your life and image craft, nobody's watching that. So check Google. That's a fact. So that's a misunderstood thing where people think she doesn't want to be on reality TV. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to be on the Hills where she would get eaten alive because people would now call you out. So yeah, all I said was, uh, so I go in the comment section just to explain the context on this E! News post. Thank you, E! Though I don't regret it. I got like 3,000 new followers off this post. So it was a blessing in disguise. Did have to block at least 400 people though. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I write like, this is just facts. She should be a Kylie Jenner billionaire. So let me give you backstory. Elsie never did her own or always did her own makeup. She was really good at her own makeup. Kylie's a billionaire for makeup. Makeup existed when we were doing TV. She, instead of being in Kohl's doing cheap clothes, maybe she missed the play on eyeliner, makeup. Eyeliner. I like she yeah. got famous. She could have used her fake eye drop meme where she wasn't really crying. That was a meme where she put I Visine, which is amazing. It was a scripted show, but she wasn't crying as Visine. But here's the ad. When your best friend makes you cry, you need, or your boyfriend or whatever, you need eyeliner that will stick. Blunt. Use that photo. You license it from MTV. Done. You're a billionaire. So all I was saying, and it's not, I wish she was a billionaire. You were pointing the, out that like this was possible. I yeah, have this to be is, honest. This is not hate. I'm saying this is factual observation. And people were like, well, where are you? I was never supposed to be a billionaire. I wasn't even supposed to be on the show. I'm supposed to be hated. I'm right where I'm supposed to be actually. So, and they're like, how much money do you have? Google says you have 300,000. I'm like, no, actually I wish I had 300,000. Where is like, please show me I have $30 actually. So that, and they're like, how's your life? I'm like, I love my life. I didn't, I also didn't say that LC doesn't like her life. All I'm saying is that you know, in defense of Heidi's S paragraph, it was like they took out of a paragraph and it was all to be like, well, look at Kristen because Alexander Cooper says that LC was the most successful of the show. It's like, no, Kristen has 60 million plus dollars, gonna be a billionaire one day without a doubt with Uncommon James and Little James and whatever, you know, so no, she was just giving her facts because uh, Alexander Cooper is a young lady when you 26, 27, you'd actually don't know these facts because this she didn't know the history. Yeah, of this the is stuff. a wrong yeah. generation and this isn't in your realm. So, and again, I was just going in the comment section saying uh, she should be a billionaire, which I wish she was because trickle down effect, then I would be a hundred millionaire because that's the success. The whole franchise would have, all of our cast was so stupid. When we were started popping and getting hit ratings, Heidi and I were calling everyone like, let's get our lawyers together. Let's team up. Let's figure out fees. I'll never forget Whitney Port writes back. I wish I had the text. This is actually none of your business. This is a private matter. This is personal. It's like, oh, and then two days later, I see TMZ, like Jersey Shore record negotiations came together as a, what's better? than one lawyer how about five major lawyers so you wanted to collectively get collectively let's get the biggest the whole thing yeah like marvel cast members do and you know like yeah it's like if it doesn't work with if it doesn't work with all of us it doesn't work with any of us yeah exactly we're all you want to like we're all that's what 
Jersey Shore did like two weeks after. And I, I kept telling everybody, like the reason why I looked so crazy towards the end of the hills is because I was talking every day to the president of MTV and he's telling me it we're done with the Hills. He's like, Jersey Shore is getting 8 million viewers. Like, da, 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 da. And I knew it. And I kept telling everybody, so they would just edit around it. But I would be like, fucking, like, step it up. Like, stop. Like, this is when everyone was so, it's like they're now, but even, I don't know, they're as bad now. But even then, they were like, too cool. And I'm like, are you guys watching MTV? Are you watching, all due respect, Snooki, like, peeing in bushes? They didn't, have, they didn't like, think that they, it was possible that they would get upstage yeah, like, by somebody else. Yeah, they were in La La Land, like, their egos. Entitled. Yeah, and I, I guess I came from, like, I was never, like, love. So I had the, like, like, I had the, I guess, my ear to the street. Like, I could feel, like, you guys are all out. Like, we're done. Like, this is a wrap. Like, Jersey Shore is wiping us out. Like, I felt that because I didn't have the, like, ego in like in the sense of I had been like super loved like ooh like I had the ego like for what I earned and created but I didn't have like a false sense of reality like I because I was hated I was the bad guy you understood the business yeah side like of it, I was like, that were gonna be like I knew the- people would so that's also you know a lot of things were happening but that was another of kids were like were you really going crazy and it's like yeah I was about to lose millions like the next deal was so many more millions like like yeah like and this was my life and I was spending it all because it pre Jersey Shore it was not going anywhere it was gonna be season 12 not season 6 so there's that which going back if you could edit it how you want it to be what would you tweak I would have no narrator and I would have just shot a real show like the real all those people are monsters like film like <laughs> it's like like what Vanderpump does yeah even that's yeah he, in its he early likes days. Siesta Key, right? Yeah, but Siesta Key, they protect certain, like, there's protect. I love Siesta Key, but it's still, if I, I talk to cast members offline and there's things that are so, there's things that are protected. I'm not going to hate on my favorite show, but a real docuseries of those people and all. Also, I would have broke the fourth wall like the Kardashians did because Elsie did get famous. Trina did get famous. Heidi and Spencer were like Brody was crazy. Famous. Like follow you shown the, what happened you, in your life yeah, outside like, of the show. Let's stop pretending Heidi's working at Bolt House. Let's now have Heidi doing hosting a night at Bolt House with Brody DJing like all the same. So you guys getting chased by the paparazzi. A hundred percent. Because yeah. once and they were like, no, the magic is like we're on the cover of a of tabloids all week. Like that bottle is like that or whatever. That's already burst. That bubble's burst. So, you know, it doesn't have to be like, you still keep it on the boring looks and everything. But like, as you walk in the club show, like that was when Kim started getting really famous on E is when you started showing her with paparazzi. And I love that. I was like, Oh my God. Like I watched her go from the Valley. She's still in the Valley, but like the Valley to paparazzi initially Valley was not the hottest thing. It's, I mean, you, it was hot, you, always really hot, but I wouldn't drive there ever. I still don't. When you, when you started experiencing that level of fame, when you're like, you know, you go from hustling, trying to get on a show, you know, just like everybody else. And all of a sudden you guys are getting chased by like 15 cars. How did you feel about that? We were like, I fucking made it. This is great. We were like, oh my God, I fucking hate. Like, how did it you was such a day to day grind? Cause we're up against so many people trying to take us out and unplug like MTV as much as they loved us on the show, they were shelving everything we were doing. Stop. Like we put $3 million in Heidi's album. We had the president of asylum, shout out Tom Moskowitz calling us like, Hey, we're trying to do what they did with Ashley Simpson puts this in the, like, we're ready to spend the money and they won't, they're saying no Heidi music on MTV. Like, like they didn't even, cause they, it's like, 
they actually were in business with LC on one of our first fashion. Like it was like this weird, like shelf hiding sensor, but only use them to like when they, so we'd never felt like that. We were always like, people are like, Oh, you're so thirsty. We we're always thirsty, very dehydrated. It was never, <laughs> I never felt like, like, Oh, it was a day-to-day grind. We were always figuring out plans with tablet covers. It wasn't like, Oh, let's just sit back and like, enjoy being famous. Cause everyone loves us. No, we're like listening to rap, like, like may no haters, haters are my motivator. Like it was never like chill. Like we were grinding. So so other people had it so easy. Like I've had so many producers to this day tell me like, they owe you their checks. Even these last two seasons of the Hills, New Beginnings, the shout out Alex Baskin, sorry to air you out. He's like, they give, have them give you their checks. Like that's the, the, and it's true. It's like, we want success. We work for it. And then people are like, oh, you're so desperate. It's like anyone trying to be famous, all due respect, is desperate to be famous because it's not easy. It's not easy to get views. It's not easy to get checks. So whether, oh, you fake it better. Like I don't play pretend. Like these people are- No, no, I'll I'll say this. You know, growing up kind of in the same generation, like you see all this stuff. And I would say, and maybe people won't like this, but I don't think the Hills as it stands now would be compelling enough to draw any attention or the attention that it does without you two, because it would just seem like great. Like, okay, your life's fine and normal and things are going well and you're going to dinner and you're getting like, they're like, if you're going on television, you got to kind of bring it in some kind of way. And I feel like they, like some of the, like, because of the success, some of the people have had, it's like, okay, now we can kind of coast and just like take it easy, but that, that's, that doesn't work. Michael popped a boner today during our workout. Not when you wear sweatpants. I made you get rid of all the sweatpants. I um, don't like when you wear sweatpants. I can't see what's going on. They're too loose. They're not tight enough. That's why I like when you wear the beta brand dress pant, yoga pant. That's actually a true story. We were walking out the other day to work out and I was wearing sweatpants. And he was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Go put on tighter pants. Some of the ladies listening may be offended by that. But honestly, Lauren, I don't care. I wanted you in those tight pants. It got me riled up. It gets me going. And I just like them better than those sweatpants. Yeah, he likes me in tight pants. Call me old fashioned. I love a sweatpant, but I do love Beta Brands dress pant yoga pants. So I went and I put those on. Here's the ones that I like that I'm obsessed with. They're black, they're skinny, they're tight, and they're flattering. And what I like about them is I went and worked out and then I came home and I got on Zooms and calls and they were comfortable, but they were also workish. So if I ran into anyone when I was doing an errand or when I was on Zoom or whatever, they still look professional. They're comfortable. They're not too tight, but they're chic. So they're kind of all the things. They're the work from home pant. And I also worked out in them. So you got to try them. If you're not a fan of black, they have all different colors, styles, shapes. They have boot cut, straight legs, skinny cropped, eight pocket, more. All different styles are launching weekly. You guys drop into my DMs all the time and tell me how much you love Beta Brands dress pant yoga pant. I am telling you, if you want something functional, comfortable, and inspiring, you got to check these out. The best part is, though, it's made with a wrinkle-resistant stretch. So like I said, they don't dig into your skin. They're comfortable. They're ready to wear. And right now, all Skinny Confidential, him and her listeners, get 25% off your first order when you go to betabrand.com slash skinny. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash skinny. Find out why women are buying five different pairs of these pants. Check out the black skinny ones. Go to betabrand.com slash skinny for 25% off. 
they're in La La Land. No one on that show has had success. Like real success, nothing. Like for, it's such a blessing and a miracle to have a television show in 2021 with actual teams like this one new cast member i can't believe i have to call her a cast member was like trying to shame me like how dare you say these bad things about the show when we shot during a pandemic and these crew it's like no no i wasn't talking about the crew and the camera i was talking about them bringing your worthless personality onto a television show not like they literally brought like if this was a sporting event, they brought like worse than the water boy onto the team. So you're like, frustrated with that because you're like, bring it. Yeah, bring like, it. of course he is. Yeah, I mean, like this is my again, my chat. Like I, our crystal business was booming before the hills came back. Because I, I, all day long, I'm on Snapchat, IG story. My whole life is slanging Pratty Crystals, Pratty Crystals. Swipe up. What happens when they bring a TV show back? I put my whole life into trying to make the show successful. Calling the producers, trying to get the cast who did it. My whole focus is now like, okay, let's get a TV show back. Jersey Shore reboot, what are they on, season five? If I get to season five, that's a real check, buy another house type check. So let me invest everything. So if I'm doing that, and then all these people are doing like Instagram post lives, like save that for your IG, like this fake made up reality of who you are, what you have going on. Like, I don't have time for that. And it's like, I know what's really going on. I know the second when the cameras go off, what you act like, what you talk like, what you do, what's going on. So if you're not putting that on, don't show up. And so that's my, and be like, Oh my God. No, I think, I don't think people think this too, because you are like, obviously you're an outspoken, very candid, polarizing person. I don't mean that in drug I actually like mean it as a compliment. And you, you and Heidi can become the punching bags to the public because the, the, you are those characters. But also to that point, would people be tuning in if there weren't characters like yourselves to these shows? Or would they just be like, man, this is kind of slow and boring. And that- I just saw a tweet and somebody tagged me and a bunch of like bangers in there. And they're like, these people, and I think they made said villains, or whatever on reality shows should always get paid more. And I agree. Like if you take the dirt for a show, like whether it's true or not, the way the edit comes out, if you're the one that the, everyone's like, like that should be like, if we're wearing a Jersey, you get that Jersey, like that one gets paid more. So I agree in that sense. And I have no problem. Pay- and that's the problem. Here we go again. I'm, you know, I'm not going to name names. There's certain people I was getting the same payment from. A, I'm doing showing up to so many more filming that I know is not going to be used because then they don't show up. And then I'm like, I'm getting the same check for somebody who does not even care, not even putting their real life in like this is, and it gets you. And then you come off like, I don't want to, like, I am a chill, fun, like, let's have, like, I only have drama if you're horrible, like, and then I'm all all about it. And I'm like, great. But so I don't want to come off. It's hard sometimes because your energy. It's like, I know what's really happening in the situation as you're being filmed and it can't be conveyed because I can't look at the camera and be like, this person, this person, this person. Like in real life, Brody and Justin Bobby hate each other. Is that followed? Do you see one scene in this last season where they even interact? No. How are we not like, like, you know, like how let's like, they almost fought and we have a clip of it in a super tease in the beginning of the season where they're almost fighting at Brody's beach party, but then we never even get to the bottom. Like stuff like that. It's like, there's like show it all. I'm like, this would, this would be producers or the cast's fault, the cast. And then the new producer, this, we had an incredible, the first season of the reboot was Lauren Weber, superstar showner, executive producer. She was too good. Her whole thing was follow the truth. The cast didn't want to follow the truth. A lot of them. So they, I think, got her fired. They bring in this like 
enabler of like, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, oh, that's like, you know, like. Why don't they let you produce it? I'm being really serious when I ask that. So the season one, the cast thought I produced it. They were, I feel like stepping it up more because they thought I was secretly producing because I was the one who called everybody, da, 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 like brought this back together. I wasn't, I didn't have a title. So once people realized I wasn't, that's when they all turned on Heidi and I because they actually don't like us because they feel like we are polarizing. So when everyone really turned on us, season one reboot, when everyone thought they were famous and like were like cool and had interesting lives, da, 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 da. We did a Good Morning America or it was the Today Show major thing. It was at the W and it was like a live thing. And the host, all they did was just keep asking Heidi Night questions, Heidi Night questions. Everyone's just sitting there all did up, best outfit, just like fuming. <laughs> and then I was like that, I knew that was the moment that everyone was like, we're done with Heidi and Spencer. Like, but if, if you think about the, like the shows that like, that everyone's tuning into right now, if you look at Beverly Hills Housewives and for a while, it's like, you look at the Lisa Renna's, right? Like she was polarized. You look at New Jersey and you look at Teresa or you look at Vanderpump, you're like James Kennedy and Jax. It's like, whether you like these personalities or not, like you can't, you almost can't turn away from them. Right. And I think you guys do the same thing. And I, and I argue, or at least point out that in these shows, the reason these people find them so entertaining is because without those types of characters on these shows, you just have a bunch of people like going to lunch, going to dinner, giving each other compliments, dating, like, that's great, but you wouldn't tune in for weeks and weeks and weeks. So that, so when I was flying to MTV every week to do Siesta Key live hits on TRL. And that's when the executives brought me up like, hey, we want to do a show with you and Heidi. And I was like, no, let's bring the hills back. Because at that time, my life literally was just feeding the hummingbirds, being a dad with the baby. Like, it, like if you'd asked me eight years ago, 10 years, like different times slower. of my life, life was yeah, slower. I could have been like, let's go. The Heidi and Spencer show, like, I'll bring what you're expecting, da, 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 da. But I was like, no, let's call up all the Hills people. Look how Jersey Shore is doing. Let's do that because of that. I was like, I know I'm watching Brody's IG story, him pouring liquor in girls' mouths and sticking his <laughs> fingers in there on the store. I'm like, oh my God, like, this is on IG story. Like, I'm thinking... We're going to get this on MTV and I'm reading all Adrena's life on TMZ. I'm like, my God, weekly TMZ. This is not, this is no joke. So I'm thinking this is good stuff. Does that end up on the show? Huh? No, you'll have to watch the show and see. I'm not trying to hate on it, MTV. I hope for a season three pickup. You're very, very strategic and smart when it comes to all this. And you mentioned earlier that you studied fame. What do you mean by that? You mean you read books on it? Like explain more about that. Growing up in LA, having all your friends have A-list, Academy Award winning, Emmy winning, Grammy winning, like being around people that you like, this is the life you want to like, oh my God. Like people are like, oh, why do you want to be famous? Like I grew up watching famous people have the dopest lives ever. Not because I like, oh, I wanted a camera in front of my face, like how they were treated when we would go on Maui vacations, how the whole Spago area would be closed and they would open up like things that I'm like, oh, this is what fame unlocks. Like, yeah, you can be rich, but like fame and power in Hollywood and entertainment business. Like I watched what those keys opened. So, I mean, I just studied that from all kindergarten through 12th grade at a school with only famous Hollywood people type parents. And then my mom had every single tabloid my whole life. My mom, even the Inquirer. So every week I would you know, read all of those and see what's going on. And then, you know, I guess, no, there were no books yet. If there had been, I would have read them. So yeah, just studied like, I guess what these people did, you know, observed. 
So, I mean, I knew I wanted to be in Hollywood because I was like, this, now it sucks. Like I'll be, now it's like, oh, you get, oh, you get to go to a restaurant and put a mask on. And like, it's, you know, I'm not anti-mask. I'm just saying like, great, wear your mask. I'm just saying like, it's not even fun anymore. Like, oh, you're going to go to a club and turn into COVID. Like, so I'm just so glad I got a, a, a piece of what they did. And it was even cooler pre then, like what I grew up, it's, it's it was ending like nineties agents. Like they were landing helicopters on Rue. Like it was so crazy. Well, I was like, like arguing the other day that you won't see the type of fame that you saw or some of those other a saw ever again. Oh, it's just, everyone's just, we kind of touched on it. It's too accessible. Like, I don't think the world will ever see like a Michael Jackson again. I mean, that's oh, like the extreme oh, no level. Way. Nobody will even contextualize that. It won't, it just won't happen. There's too many people now to be fans of like, there's some, like I, the other day I referenced like the ACE family, which I, you know, I don't follow them, but I, they're very successful on YouTube to the point where like they're huge on YouTube. And I referenced to somebody and they're like the who, no, I don't and, know who that is. I don't know who that is either. I've never heard of them. So they're like one of the most famous YouTube families. So that's I'm my, sure like, yeah, good. I just, oh, it's just no. too much. You're right. It's no, too much. I don't that's, know. But that's my point. Like we're talking, like, I would love to have ACE family money. You guys have never heard of them. The level of fame Heidi and I were in 2007, 2006, it was rare you could say Heidi Spencer without somebody going, oh, those like, even, even it was Spidey. negative. Like, like yeah, even Spidey. Spidey, could, like back know. then, like, oh, the worst. Or like, oh, I can't stand them. Like, uh, whatever. You could connect. Like that, that level of connection will not happen again unless you drop one, tr like Kabul right now. Like you have to have an it's invasion. Like a, a world event. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to have an invasion. You have to have spent $2 trillion, like, to get everyone like Kabul and not even ever, like I, I just said to somebody today, I'm like, at least when I'm not in Kabul right now. And he's like, huh? I was like, dang, you don't even know about it. So it's just so hard to get any on anyone's brains with our phones, how many apps there have. Who's doing it right though? In reality television, like, like, and you can go back to the, the first season of the Hills. You can go back whenever, who are some people that you point to that you're like, they brought it. They they're doing it right. Not at the scale that I would like, because they don't need to, they're rich, but, and I don't even like her. She said negative things about Heidi in the past. So I, I'm not, you know, it shows you I'm not a hater. I, I literally don't like this person. And I think they do. Every time I see them on the show, I'm like, that person brings it. Lisa Renna on the Beverly Hills Housewives. I feel like she. Who is the first person? Lisa Renna. Oh, Lisa Renna is the person that you're saying yeah, you don't Beverly like. Hills, no, I don't like her. Okay. Yeah, but she does it good on the Beverly Hills Housewives. Well, this is what I was pointing out earlier. It's like whether you like yeah, these characters like, or I'm not. Like, she, like, like, I'm watching her. I'm like, she yes. should be getting a check. Like, I heard like, a rumor that Chris Jenner asked you to manage Kim way back in the day. So this, and here's so funny. This is how you can prove that they lie which obviously I get it. And I've exposed this lie. I also said in an interview that Kim came and filmed on the Hills at our, our spot on Curson and organized Heidi's closet and got edited out. I told that in an interview, Kim's publicist or Chris. And then people magazine, I remember saying, this is absolutely not true. Da, 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 da. I was like, huh? Thank God. It was one time MTV. Maybe it was an accident backed me up and posted uncut bonus footage. Three weeks later, a month later, two months later, they show the scene. I'm like, Oh, Okay, maybe they forgot, which is possible. So no, when the princes happen, you can go back on YouTube. I watched it at least 20 times because it's, uh, you can watch the uh, premiere episode of Princes. They pan to Kim and Courtney seeing a reality show for the first time in their life, seeing all the Fox lights, seeing, and you can see the spark. I mean, they zoom in. If you 
deposit like I have, you can see the sparkle crystal balls in their eye. Like this is our lives. Like I literally opened Pandora's box for them. Brody and I were driving. He had a Escalade with spinny rims pre Malibu's Most Wanted because they actually copied, they were spoofing Brody. We're driving and I'll never forget phone rings. It's Chris Jenner on speaker. And she's like, to Brody and I, so this is two separate stories. She's like, we want to, we want to do what you're doing in Malibu with us, with your dad, Brody, and the girls in the valley. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. We hang up like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the valley. <laughs> you know, like you know, I've thought about it a million times, billion times. The reality <laughs> is, without Ryan Seacrest, that wouldn't have happened because he was in the building. He had all the juice. He kept pushing it. He did bring in Buna Murray. So many things came together. So if Brody and I had said yes, who knows? It could have been the end of their, I, we could have actually sabotaged. Like you might not have had the, the firepower. Yeah, it could have been eight episodes in the Valley. That's it. Like that all perfect came together for them. And maybe we wouldn't have taken it to E. And I think if they didn't have Comcast, maybe Brody and I would have taken it somewhere that would have just been like, oh, we don't see this. We're not going to. So that happened. And then years later, you know, season two or whatever, they film a scene where they're like looking for a new manager. And they also call, this is one now where I'm like really famous and they call uh, to have me manage on a scene or whatever. And I think they end up using Frankie comes over there. Some, but that was the second time, but never like a real, like, I think the big call was when we said no to, you know, or didn't even call back about doing the reality show. So but, what do you, in your perfect world, hope the future of the Hills is right now as it stands in your, uh, well, in your there perfect is, world. There is no future as it stands right now. So if you could create, uh, Oh, it. I think, I think I would bring the Hills back, bring in a new showrunner that was like, okay, you're not bringing it to go home. Like you're not getting paid. Like that's fine. If you don't want to be on this episode. And then we bring in some young, like all due respect to Brandon. He's great, but he wants to be an actor. You can't like be an actor, which all due respect, I'm not even, I get with, he's not putting his actual reality on the show because he's trying, not trying, he's a working actor, but you can't do both. You cannot be like, he wants to be taken serious, like a, like being you, Scorsese. Like, yeah, you can't be a reality star and be an actor. That's, that's like, if you are somebody, I don't even know. No, you can't. It had, that mold has not been broken that I can think of where, that's possible. So we need Brandon's. So we almost had Gerber's, uh, Kylie Gerber. So I think we'd need somebody like him and a couple more of these young, like real popping Hollywood guys. And then we'd be like the older, like do still do like little hangouts with them where it's not too like fake because like I'll hang out and party with the 24 year old and drink tequila shots, but I don't need to go to the club with them. They go to the club, they have more relationship drama and then they come talk to me and I give, you know, and our, the young cool girls can go hang out with Heidi and they talk girl stuff. So I think you blend getting some, they tried with Brandon. Brandon was supposed to bring that in, but he phoned it in because he's trying to be an actor. So, and then I would have like people that aren't bringing it, not, why yeah. don't they make you the producer though? I don't understand why you can't. Because MTV doesn't like me for some reason. There's, I, I, I would I, want I you to produce. It's because you don't, it's probably because you don't, you don't toe the line. Well, I get, I get yelled at a lot, you know, and I'm sure. always like, and so they have an incredible producer, Alex, ba if they let Alex Baskin produce whoever they is, like he has 12 hit shows, like evolution. It's the showrunner who's on like, and the network 
has to pick the showrunner. So obviously these are, again, I'm very pro Viacom CBS. I love Paramount Plus. I love all my checks. And I'm just saying what I would want for success. And it's not their fault. This showrunner probably would have worked if everybody wanted to make a hit show. So it's more of the talent. And in their defense, I'll defend these horrible people. We were on track to having a hit show pre-lockdown pandemic. The week, the four weeks we were filming season two before the like new world we lived in, it was drama. Everyone was bringing it. We come back from pandemic. I'm literally introducing myself to these strangers. I'm like, who, like it was glitch in the matrix, new simulation. What dimension am I in type changes to everybody? So I, you know, maybe that's the cause. So I thought we were getting out of it. So we'll see, you know. So no plans for the next season. What are you and Heidi doing right now? You guys have a podcast. You have Pratt Daddy Crystal. Tell us more about what you're doing now. So now it's back to going where my folk, even if the Hills came back, my focus, it's now a secondary to prattdaddy.com. Like I'm going back. It was so successful. It has so much potential that that's where I should be putting all my energy is in our family business. What I actually love. I love crystals. I don't love filming reality. I love parts of the experience. I love things that come with it, but I like all across the board interacting with people I don't like. No, I like, these are people I would never choose to be around, which makes good TV. You know, that's how you put people that don't like each other around each other. Like, I don't like these people. I do like Brody now. He's apologized to me multiple times in person. Why, why did you guys have an issue? But you guys have a real friendship for a very yeah, long that's why. time. Because so like I said, even he, going back to the very beginning, we saw you in Cabo before so that's all this the Brody I'm, is that's yes. back in my life. That that The Cabo Brody is back. The Cabo Brody has been missing in my life. Maybe other people, but for whatever reasons, and he's talked about it, he's had a lot of things happened in his life and gone through a lot, but, and I think his ex, da, 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 da. so we are now in a great place. And so I do like Brody. So anytime I'm bashing the cast, it's minus Brody. And I'm not technically back bashing Frankie and I do like Jen Delgado, but Frankie needs to bring it. You can't be neutral on a television show. And he wants to be everybody's friend. It's like, you need to literally take sides and people are, who are like, I'm not taking sides then don't be on a reality show. I, I, I think I listen this is the first time we've got to like sit down in depth and I can understand why you get some pushback, but I don't think anything you're saying here is not true in the sense that like, if I'm tuning into a television show like the Hills or any of these other reality TV shows, I don't want to see some feel good story where everyone's just enjoying and like going to dinner. Like I, I don't need that. I, I want to tune in to escape, see some drama, see some, see some, see some shit. I haven't seen. He likes seen. the juice. Well, he like the juice, right? And so what you're saying is like, if you're not bringing it, why are we doing the television? No. Show? And then here's the worst. This last season, they made the whole season about how Heidi and I are drinking. And it's like, no, nobody watching a reality show. First off, is not having a glass yeah, of wine. Yeah. Like that's we're why drinking. we're watching a reality show is because we're actually scrolling our phones. We're drinking wine. We're eating cheese. It's like escapism. Th- yeah, this isn't a time. This is not AA. Like I, and people are like, Oh my God, you're not. Da, 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 da. It's like, I, I signed up for a reality show. I didn't sign up for an intervention show. Yes. People have their own problem. That's a different show. This is supposed to be the Hills fun partying, uh, did you watch Soul Hills? Like what these, what our everyone's lifestyles was like. So it turned into, as one producer said, everyone grabbing at the low hanging fruit. It's like, oh, look how drunk Heidi is. Yeah, we, this is, we're in a pandemic shooting. That's another, like, oh my God, it's a pandemic. I was like, I know. And so this was our time where it was all secured and safe and everyone's tested. And they're giving me 1942 tequila at that time was like, <laughs> like it was, it was 
you couldn't get it. It was like sold out. So when MTV is bringing me bottles and I do it too. And you have a babysitter. There's multiple people. I'll do it again. I have no, but it's like, and I love it. It's like, great. Try to make like, try to make that look negative. People hate to admit this to themselves because I think they want to have a higher opinion of themselves in society. They want to have, I'm tuning into this intellectual thing or this story that's a feel good story. There's a reason that you see some of the biggest deals in podcasting with some of the most polarizing characters, or you see some of the most polarizing shows, Jersey Shore being an example of like why they get the raise. Like at the end of the day, America and people that are tuning in banner pump, all these shows, they're tuning in because they want to see the high drama. They want to escape. They don't, we, we lie about the stuff that we actually want to see. The ra- ratings don't lie. Numbers don't lie. I say the same thing, like running this, this business. I see all the ratings. I see all the numbers. People might not like this, but the shows that are out there being authentic, being polarizing, making wild statements, doing different, doing things in a different way. Like they are at the top of the charts. They are the ones driving the listeners. They're the same thing on television. And I think like without characters like you and some of these others we've talked about, like nobody would tune in. We wouldn't be talking about any of these shows. Exactly. And then that's the thing, this word that I learned from this this Lauren Weber, the genius producer, she's like, this cast is image crafting. So the reality, like they're pretending this is, they're using this as like a, uh, like a spokes, like, like soap box where they're all like, I'm so good. And then it's like, go, go on IG live and do that. Like no one's tuning in. And then like, so that was the whole season. Like, Oh, Heidi's too turned up. It's like all my DMS, every comment. It's like, everyone's just like, I want to party with you. But of course we are so much fun to party with, please. That's our reality. So if you're going to try to like, like our cast make us look bad as that's like, what's bad with us. Yes. Heidi and I love to party, but we drink lots of water. So don't worry about it. Like, you know, and this is like expensive wine. Hello. It's like, (laughs) this is biodynamic organic wine from Erwan. So that was so annoying about this season that that was the drama that, and then, oh, that I questioned somebody whose whole storyline for two seasons is their sobriety and lying about it and telling. And then I was like, oh, like, and I didn't even say it. It was off camera that Brody brought up. And it's like, I said, like, I don't know if this guy's sober. He's a stranger. He lives in Orange County. Like, talked to the guy for 30 minutes my whole life. Like, I'll say that again. But it was like, you question his sobriety. It's like, if you're on a reality show, I should be able to question anything. That's why we're here to, like, it's like play truth or dare on with cameras. You're not there to play nice yeah, and like, high five. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not at his meeting trying to, innate, like, it's just, it was ridiculous. So, But I mean, let, let's just play it out. Like, you don't like say this whole, like the whole season, you just toe the line. You don't ask any of those questions. You don't, you don't get in any drama. You don't get in fights. Like what would the season be? If nobody, if nobody would participate. No, but that was, it was that season. It was that, that's, that's, that's what that that's show, what that's, what that, that's how that show turned out. Like that's, I liked the first season of the reboot, the second season, it, there, you know, the people are like, I'm going to be quiet. Cause I don't want to, cause you're, th- you're you know, throwing I don't, it, we can podcast again if they decide not to do season three and I don't have yeah, that yeah. check that I'm Uh-oh. messing with. Yeah. And then like, it's a whole extended, <laughs> don't let the no, like, lose. that's what I mean. Like I'm right like, here. Now, like, now I'm Oh, I'm already up. in trouble. And like, eh, now so. I'm kind of fucked up. Cause I want the season to happen for you. I think it'd be no, great. Cause we'll get some, there's so many but platforms like, and we just, we just shot, we just shot our own show with all of our Pratt daddy, the women that work at Pratt daddy. We're like, 10 of the most entertaining women on earth. So that's pretty much the only reason we've had them employed for two years. Cause they're all due respect, not like they bring it to the camera. They are television stars that we always knew, like we'll make a show one day. So if the Hills doesn't go, whether it's on TV, Facebook, watch, you know, snap, 
Discover, Paramount Plus, Hulu, Amazon. Like there's so many opportunities now, which is which is great about this new landscape that we will our partying will continue. Well, I, selfishly, I kind of now I'm like, I want maybe if that happens, you come bring us the juice again. Cause yeah. Oh no, the juice is coming no matter what. They don't <laughs> they don't write the MTV check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep the telling them like so they think I've started <laughs> talking. Like, negotiate. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not even a, it's not no, it's not even a, I don't want it. It's it's facts. Like I am literally <laughs> only keeping my mouth quiet because if you want to write that check again, I won't <laughs> be a hater. But if you don't like there is so much truth. I'm that's why you hired me because I'm authentic. I feel and, a like, memoir coming. The problem with my memoir is, <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, I feel like it's now in this society, like it's too gnarly, you know, like you have to do one like in 20 years if everyone chills okay. out, like, cause you can't even make jokes anymore. Like that's what I used to do. No, tabloid. You can, you can, this is the thing. It's like you, you people are so you sensitive can, though. Like I like cause I hear this all the time. Like in people, you can't do this. You can't do that. I'm like, no, you can it's just, you're going to piss a lot of people off and fine. Like that, like, I think we're getting to a dangerous place where people like tell themselves they can't do something. Like, if it's in your heart and you want to do it, I think do it. it becomes coming. like, is it worth it to me? Like I used to always do tabloid reviews on Snapchat and people were like, why don't you do them anymore? It's like, cause I used to mock the Royals as like reptilians and I would do their voices. And now it's like, Oh, you can't say anything about Harry cause he has mental health and you can't say anything about this. Like, you know, and I used to do the best Meghan Markle before they all came out. Like, and you can't talk about women's outfits, even though it's not a good outfit like because you oh who are you like so things like that and then it becomes like well then it's not like i'm not getting paid to do these tabloid reviews but it was fun and i enjoyed it but so the book um, would sell i know that for a fact would be i'd have to talk a lot of lawyers like i feel like i'm in like such a safe place Pratt daddy gives the juice yeah i mean it's just it's not it was just it's like a sewer it's like the level of like just what it's i mean i feel like you've seen a reel behind the scenes of of something so unique that no one's seen of just yeah no I don't think so. I maybe one day, like I like, cause I do, I've been unplugged from the industry and I feel like they've let me back in like in the last 10 years, but you can just literally be blackballed in the game. Like maybe not certain, but like there is a real powers that be. And somehow I got back in their, their good graces, which I'm happy with. So I, I get nervous about like going up against that level. Cause yeah, it's so heavy it's so much like you have to be careful who you piss off yeah and i feel like i've had people on my team killed you know like i've had a lawyer that supposedly killed himself it would never that was like we were suing a conglomerate and it's like you get into like conspiracy world where it's like i don't even underground shit. i don't even want to play in this world where it's like these people are so rich and powerful and you know it becomes like michael clayton if you were to start with one crystal from your website for our audience that promotes good energy Oh, so that's the, that's a problem with my current brand is all of our crystals besides our bracelets are one of one hand carved crystals, which makes it the most challenging business to have because every crystal has to be photographed. It's like every other business has certain SKUs and I've now know what a SKU is. And they like, that's their product line for the fall, spring. Our crystals drop in batches, like, you know, one batch a week of 200 new pendants. So it's usually the same type of, different crystals, but they're all one of one. So I am a crystal person that changes my crystals. Like this morning, I was already 
I wore two a different crystal to Erewhon and I've changed into a citrine for wealth energy because this podcast is going to bring wealth to prepdaddy.com. And then this was a carving I put on because it was missing and I found it. So it's a, it's a, like a talisman of more good luck because this was supposedly gone. And then we found it in the Erewhon. So crystals, but like, depends what you want. If you want like, like for me, the first crystal that I became obsessed with, like the one that was on my third eye on the hills back in the day, that's the meme, that's Kunzite. And that's like self-love, one of my favorite crystals that I'm totally just always about Kunzite. Recently, I've got really into Aquamarine because my son is obsessed with Aquamarine and I feel like he's so tuned into the multiverse and like Aquamarine brings courage. And then Heidi's really into tourmalines right now. Pink tourmaline. I actually don't know why. I would have to read about that. Black tourmaline for protection. That's like, if you don't have black tourmaline, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm like concerned for you. Even if you're not going to wear it, like just put some black Maybe tourmaline we can in your do, uh, You can text me if you want to do this. Maybe we can do a code for the audience if you want to do that. For crystals. I don't know if you guys yeah, do that. The problem also with my brand is that I try to have the best prices. So like. It's already you know, the best. Yeah. Like, so I'll, maybe we'll do, we'll figure out to talk to my boss. Maybe we can do something, we'll something out, we'll for out, the audience. Regardless, go to Pratt Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Go to Pratt Daddy. Maybe bracelets. The, the crystal pendants are so, pr- like, I keep looking at the site. So my car, the, the thing with material is like crystals run out. Like, so I saw one of our customers in Erewhon, this woman, Anne, shout out Anne. She was wearing a Mexican opal, like it's opal from Mexico. And it was so beautiful. I'm like, when did you get that? And she's like, like three years ago from you. And I was like, so I call my car, I take a photo. And she's like, oh, that was a one of one. We don't have any more of that material. So like, that's the problem. Like, I am undervaluing all of my product right now because I want to sell it. But like, if I had a lot of money, my prices would be because I do need a business. So and run I need to his sell. site and go support. Oh the no, crystals. it's it's I. There's crystals I want to buy term-only. back from people that I'm like I. Can't, this one customer, Amber, has like twelve of our most insane carvings, and she has a better crystal carving collection than I do. And I'm like, why did I sell those to Amber? I love it. She's a great customer, but like. They should be mine. Like, like so. Well, I got to get some black tourmaline. Yeah, like not so I'm, even, I'm, I'm going to be in some trouble. I'll think yeah, I'm like anything. black tourmaline on a black gum metal chain, very on brand. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, so, I don't yeah. have anything. I'm going to go shop so, yeah, Pratt we'll, Daddy we'll Crystal. Wait and we'll do it. You tell uh, me if there's anything we'll, we'll you want to do, do. Where can everyone find you and Pratt Daddy Crystal? Pimp yourself out. Oh, pimp Heidi right, out. Okay. Tell it's, us where to find it's you. It's prattdaddy.com. And then Instagram is at Pratt Daddy. Um, and then Heidi's really great on Snapchat, uh, Heidi Montag on Snapchat. And then, yeah. Open invite for you and Heidi to come back on. Yeah. This, this was museum day. I it's totally, mu- totally I get mess, museum messed day. it up. You guys, you're I, so that's welcome why to come got, back on. We got to loop people. In. But I'm, I'm glad on because I feel like we got to have this like one-on-one and like we could do with Heidi and then yeah, Heidi's life story is like yeah, yeah, yeah. thousand mine. Like yeah, her yeah, yeah. fact that she came from a town. Like people are always like, oh, they know Heidi. It's like, you don't know Heidi. Like Heidi's town she grew up has one stop light. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Like you don't even know, like they think they know who Heidi, like she every day wants to move back to this like mountain, like what her like persona and image and what people think of her is so different from like who she is to this day. And I'm like, you guys oh, have a solid marriage. My, I'm married to an angel. Like. Speaking you better of. say that. You better say that. Oh, you heard me talking about <laughs> you. Heidi, come on the show. Yo. I am. How are you We're done all done. Zoom? We're all done. Follow at Spencer Pratt. Follow at Heidi Montage at Pratt Daddy. 
Ah, I call you back. Sorry for fucking up museum right. day. No, we'll be going back a lot. Come back anytime so, you yeah, want. Heidi's like, a, a, that's why that call her daddy podcast. They talk for three hours. Cause she's probably, she probably like, Oh my God. Yeah, You're an incredible cover. podcaster. Everyone go listen to their podcast. What's it called before you go? It's now called the Spidey podcast. It used Love to be it. called uh, Make Spidey Famous Again, but then I realized you can't be famous again. It, it doesn't even, so Spidey, that, that the title podcast. is just irrelevant to this new planet we live on. Thank you for coming on. You're amazing. Thanks, Anya, for setting this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my manager. <laughs> Wait, don't go. Would you like to win a copy of my latest book, Get the Fuck Out of the Sun? It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, and where all small books are sold. If you want to win a copy, all you have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode with Spencer. Someone from the team will drop into your inbox and send you a book. I hope you guys love this episode. We'll definitely have him back on. And in the meantime, make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcast. It takes five seconds. It's so easy. Thank you guys all for listening.